And we're back. And we're back. Um, let's get into Act 6, Act 6, Act 3. I don't think we need to talk about anything else anymore. No. Welcome back. Again. Your unimpatience has been appreciated. We got the How to Draw Manga book. Great. I can only assume that waiting for the next installment of Vaulted Series Homo Suck was a consuming for you as it was for me. I had been working my ass off like one of you human motherfuckers as perfecting my uh, craftsmanship. You're probably wondering if the fruits of my labor's toil were extremely successful. I will find the answer to be the following word. Yes. I have done it. The fight has been turned. I have reached the pinnacle of achievement mountain. I stand my cane into the peak like a flag, thus making a snowy avalanche on the haters below. Jealous much, fat ass. Lil Seb is holding up a trophy. That is like Caliborn with a like a tablet and a pen. Amazing. And it says number one. How did I do such a sensational feat, you ask? The mystery to success. They hid among the Byzantine mangas all along. The cult wizardies of the brush, belonged from cool scrolls of wise men from the Earthlings East, had been gathered for my student perusal inside a destructive tome and buzzed with a privileged tart. Ever matching such sly gamma trade is no easy task, and yet easily matching them with great difficulty is exactly what I did. This fact is called a game changer. To refresh your business, then, that is. Previously, before I have been transformed into the supreme Dodinti Mangaka, standing before your very eyes, I made some predictable plans regarding what goes next to my story. I got everything ready. I do all the trolls. Look, all your friends are here. Uh. Crab, crab, honk friend, cape douche. <laughs> there we get crab, crab. 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 Honk friend and Cape Douche. <laughs> Cape Douche is Aridin for the record. Yes. <laughs> Smelly Horseman, Other Guy, Bullhorn Wimp. <laughs> Solix is, of course, Other Guy. <laughs> yup. Uh, and lest we forget, a salty array of miscellaneous bitches. The bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, also, the before trolls in case of emergency. (laughs) (laughs) It's the regular ones with inverted colors. And they flipped. And flipped. Amazing. (laughs) Fuck. Death is a case with what I need. Or more physicians to murder inside my drawings. But these portraits are now a moot point. He gets all of them and puts them in the garbage. <laughs> all of this wretched trash gone in place where belongs, which is to say, the garbage. That's what happens when you're an artist. Sometimes you change your plan, because they suddenly seem terrible. Do all your astronomical strides and creative, and creative mastery. These were the pixel puppets of a laughable amateur. They are beneath me now, much like you are. But in spite of all your bad shortcomings, I will let you observe my artistic breakthroughs. Because of how proud of them I am, and watching people be impressed at my drawings, even dumb jerks, 
Make me feel great about myself and my accomplishments. Behold, my exclusive N- private gallery. So before you click next, yeah. uh, I just want to say, like, this is going the same way that Homestuck did, where it just started off as the pixel drawings, and now it is apparently going to something a bit more, hand, like, you know, drawn. Yeah, sure. But yes, we will behold the exclusive gallery. private gallery. I'm going to click now. It's a demon <laughs> art page. <laughs> and it is, I am your lord. Does this work? Is this a page? Uh, let me link you something. <laughs> and also, they are a core artist, which means that this has been paid for. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and if you scroll down, well, maybe don't click on it yet. Just because we need to get some of these drawings. What, 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 hang on, what am I clicking on? Well, I was just saying I linked you the, uh, the DeviantArt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I clicked on that. Uh, if you go down to their favorites, they only have one thing favorited. Is that John as Lord English? That is when people were wondering what Lord English would look like. Oh. That was someone's design. Okay. Um, yeah. Weird. This kind—it's of, it's kind of like an anime-looking, kind of John-looking guy with all this like crackling yeah. energy and giant wings. It's very deviant art. Like its finger is a sword. It looks like. Yeah, or it's holding a sword. Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay, yeah, very deviant art. Yes. Uh, are we good on the DeviantArt page? We're good on the DeviantArt page. Okay, that's enough admiration. Back to our story. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, do not steal. Look who swaggered into your fucking business. It's God gift to the Yowies. My research tells me, get a load of these baby reds. God. You may it's recollect a- that this blushing by Shonen Dreamboat it's a very anime, Dave. <laughs> this is my property. It's our alpha male. Not that I blame you for not recognizing him. From his once previously odious visage. Or of before. And now, by my skillful hand, this is gorgeous male hero has been allowed to radiate the supreme divinity of boy manga heaven. Oh my, what have we here? <laughs> God, <laughs> it's a uh, car cat, and there's just a giant copyright song over this. Don't look now, but another bashful busy appeared, posted the stage. It's our troll male, crab guy. Quite a temper on this one. He's below. He bells himself hoarse daily. And a smart talking, give no fuck alpha male. These moey bros put the pal in palpable chemistry. The kind of which is bad, as well as erotic. The Sage Elzimong described this quadrant they occupy as, I quote, soon there. It is a with liaison and mutual grievance, and yet, deep down, they know in each other's hearts that they are solid dudes. Oh, God. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Step off! <laughs> This is wrong. What's going on here? Touching? Tenderness? I know it. You know it. 
Let's not play a game with each other. Where, Pretend, are the bases I can hear you ask? You raise an excellent point. But hear me out. I remember before, Cowboy was very much against having two guys alone. Yeah. The manga play by different rules. You agree with this when you hear the facts of my rationale. Naturally, such maudlin displeasure of touching and simply have no place while only cocksure masculine denimal are present. However, by the mangaka's illusionary, he changes everything. Where before our males were coarse, chiseled, and crudely angular, built for prime time, like a fucking garbage truck, plowing through the wall of an industrial beef mill. So cut, so maxed out, that they could only provoke inside a young man thoughts of raw power, never debauchery. Until now, that is, because the manga is the inherent capability to transform all that is hard and cruel into figures of sublime beauty. I find this art of it to be much like the siren spells of the trickster, yet impossible, even more haunting than its allure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Calibor, you like could films. just be gay. He likes films, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Same. Uh, I must say, the artistic ploy is ingenious. <laughs> what is with their faces? It's doing like the classic anime side mouth. Except he has a mouth on there. Yeah. There's two mouths. There's two mouths. And there's just copyright symbols all over it. It opens up so many possibilities. She's a fiend of indecent smut. Way before, I was, it was all but impossible to win a truly sentimental imagery without resorting to babes and bimbos galore. Through the utterly unacceptable happenstance wherein macho guys are physically poignant with each other, which is readable. What's to readable men in the most unwelcome persuasive lettery? Or that is, it was. Until now! Look how smart this hoax is. Thanks to manga. See, through the elegance of beauty and finesse. It softens the uncouth male exterior, beveling the angles of pure muscle, taming his incredible angriness. And by the flushing of cheeks, the doing of brow, the glassing of eyes, one brings out any out of any brute this too inner bishy, which actually is manganese for a beautiful fucking dude. If you confuse, basically it is. You pretend to look more like girls. To make it less weird for everyone, they decide to touch each other. I mean, it's repulsive the witness, don't get me wrong. But yet, it remains. Magical, and it's forbiddenality. He just likes yaoi's. <laughs> <laughs> Those fingers. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like they're, they're holding hands. Oh, Artwork by Caliborn. Artwork by Caliborn. Oh, but what is this? <laughs> Copyrighted material for my law. It's a really bad drawing of Nepeta. Oh my god. Her an whole amorous, ass is hanging out. Yep, yeah, an amorous female fascinated in the sexual picture. The spoil the boy fun. It's none other than what's her face. <laughs> oh, oh god. Jesus. 
Don't be deceived. By the fact that this feline flew is too important for me to bother naming, this is an original character who shall not be stolen. Please respect my property. The Sacred Twin has interests which include giggling, making me puke, using cat words instead of normal words, serving no purpose, wearing stupid clothes, probably smelling horrible. And seven, getting murdered in drawings. <laughs> uh, can someone say owned? Moving on. Well, 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 what have we here? It's uh, Terezi. It's a, this is the image of the private belonging of a professional. <laughs> Hello, boy, this plucky something seems to say with her eyes. She's looking to horn the fuck in on our two top dog illegal passion paradise. She's no doubt hoping for mooches smooches. Fat chance, sister. Idiot girl number whatever likes. Total failure. Getting friends on by quality manhunters, living in perpetual disgrace, a complete fucking third wheel to some cool boys, not being worth the male time of day, not w- being worth the crab crab time of day, not being worth anything, aka worthless. Bye. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Here comes another primo sea of mine, hot off the press. <laughs> <laughs> Friska. <laughs> this, I believe, is uh, based on a particular art- artist. Yeah. This, like, drawing. It's something. It's something. Not too savvy, right? You can just tell this lucky lady is brimming with chutzpah. Me thinking she will be a very controversial character with excessive complications and ambiguous moral stuff. And her personality bullet points. Her traits and other such character things will be a lot to list. Which is fine, because they will help you believe my creation is more interesting. In fact, this is one such advantage of dominating all known manga that I have. When you're this good and brilliant, you don't even really have to tell stories anymore. You can just make some characters and list their various qualities extensively. That's good enough! The many, many, many intriguing personal facts of these trucking females Provocateur shall be listed extensively. As follows. Oh, God. She actually thought she was going to be relevant. Keep dreaming. Uh, he cut her head off. But, like, not like... <laughs> he sliced... <laughs> he used some tool. Because uh, all her hair is cropped out. Yeah. Oh, it's so it, good. It's a psych out. Uh, I think we've wasted enough time on these nobodies. Don't you? Let's drop the bullshit. It's not fucking around. You're probably wondering who's responsible for all this mayhem, you ask. Uh-oh. Here he comes. Hold the fucking phone. Don't look now, but none other than the big man himself. Damn. Just damn. <laughs> <laughs> and it is that... Dr- it is a version of that drawing we just saw in Caliborn's favorite. Yep. Uh, who you ask is this brooding beautiful dude? This is yours truly, my self-insertion guy, which is my prerogative to do as an artist. I learned this from my master. The wise ass goes to haunted my computer. He's the best there was of stuff like this. He told me once. Thus, he was quite the piece of shit. Seriously, can I get a goddamn? 
Holy smokes! <laughs> Ask any decorated scholars in school of manga, and he will say before you say the yowiest motherfucker who's ever lived. All things about this gorgeous bastard tell you loudly. This is a man of class and style. You just kill. Literally. <laughs> yes. Look at that. Uh, fancy Dan. Strutting his stuff. Doll dapper fuck. This boy here peacocks hard and hone at honey to plenty. Negging the bitches and closing the hose in a coat that fit for the lord. Look at that goddamn coat. And then I get. I know I get that coat. Probably due to shenanigans that take place later. I doubt it matters that much. Looks great though. And I love it. God. Also, how about a hat? <laughs> it's a fedora. It's a fedora. Sure, why not? The hat is not canonical to my... And then... Uh, but I do not see the harm in such a dignified accessory. Ah, uh, yes, perfect. Could be accused of having an asshole while wearing that. Nobody. Also, sick nasty green actors do fucking check. I think we're all good to go here. Big man, holler for your woman. His woman. That is an average chant from the surface of the tomb. Other to the side of the... Now that my lady he doth. Nasty the man... Rationally, the man brimmed with intellectual ideas. She wouldn't understand. He knows many things about the world. He's strong. But yeah. She still doesn't know who she is. The goddess is manga perhaps. It's no matter. And must... She must bow before her lord. As must you all someday. John's here. John's here. We, Not this, in the manga this time, but in the... Yeah, the frame is Caliborn working on the tablet, but John is zapping in behind him. Yeah. Goddess of manga, bow down. He bowed before you submissively in a subservient manner. Everything is correct about the situation. You think he's really attractive, and it makes you feel weird physically. Yet, like your sister, she knows her place. There's no opinion or words to remark about. I mean... Not to imply that any other aspect of her is like your sister. Like being attractive. Wow, what? Read into stuff much? You decide to have too much time on your hands. You stop thinking about the topic starting off as of immediately. As is all is well and ideal again. Without you putting out unnecessary sexy scandals. That was a bit too ideal, you think? Hmm. Something is amiss. Josh is watching this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you go on in for a close look to the eyes of the handsome boy's appearance and knows the horrorsome dis- uh, dis- directancy. No, this is all wrong, you frown. These glossy red people, lovely though they are, are not your lord's final form. Oh, no. His eyes are supposed to flicker about. With the hat slavers of my loyal frog puppet, Guys, legend of man, this is a trait of supreme invincibility. Uh, invincibility. Oh, to a full body union. The clockwork magic. The magic. 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 The clockwork birth it. I don't know what that's about to happen uh, yet, but maybe we'll find out together. Hey, asshole, I'm talking to you. I love that apparently Lord English is just California's. <laughs> California's OC. OC. Next. Huh? <laughs> Caliborn's very surprised. Yeah. He should be. Yeah. Uh, next. Oh, they're staring at each other. Little Seb looking between them. Next. 
Another intense stare down. Next. Another intense stare down. Next. Oh, Another God. intense stare down. Next. Another intense stare down. <laughs> Next. Another intense stare down. Next. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next. There it goes. It's you, isn't it? Next. You're the guy who wrote that horrible story with all the fake days. You're behind all this, aren't you? I don't know how I know that, but I can just feel it. You're the one who Rick and her pirate pals are all trying to s stop. It was you who put all this into motion in some way I don't really understand. Which means you're responsible for a trillion people dying, and the universe blowing up, and all my friends getting scattered around and acting like idiots, and my dad being dead. Okay, maybe you're totally responsible for us acting like idiots? Most of that is on us. But all the other stuff is your fault somehow, isn't it? I'm gonna kick your ass! Ladies and gentlemen, we have a hater. As you can see, the former ghost of the male hero has come back to haunt me. This is not the fourth unwelcome intrusion into my private important affairs. Who? Uh, who are you talking to? Technically, it will not be the last either, but it will mark the first time he's forced to pay a toll for his rude teleportation crime. Oh yes, he will pay. With his teeth. And with his blood. Uh... Game over, kid. We're seeing all of his drawings flash. <laughs> In his eyes. Uh, uh, this game over. This is one of my favorite flashes. Yeah. Uh, John's doing his uh, whole... Shocked... <laughs> you know, shocking development with all the drawings. Yep. Oh, he's upset. Oh, he's upset. God, Terezi's button is, or God, Nepeta's button is face. Oh, but now we're back with the intermission. Oh, shit. All the cool drums, all the kids, and all the trolls, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Jake doesn't know what's going on. Nope. Oh, uh. Oh, Naya. Running oh, man. Gamzy. Oh, Jane's out of the panel. <laughs> yep. But Karkat's run faster. Yeah, Karkat is faster than Kanaya right now. He jumps at Gamzee. Yep. Gamzee picks up the sword. Oh, and... Oh, God, hits Karkat right through the two holes. And he gets pushed into the lava. Oh, jeez. And that's Karkat. There's Karkat. Kanaya. Kanaya. Very angry. She oh. shoots, uh... But Jake jumps in front of it. Jake jumps in front Jake. of the sword that flew at Jane. Mm-hmm. Dave is Dave is trying fight. to get back Man. Jade. Uh, Arania just uses Jake to stab oh, Jade. Oh, Jane, holy shit. But now we're back oh. with the... Into the game... Into the Caliborn fight. And they're just fucking punching each other. <laughs> Knocks each John's other. glasses off and he puts them back on. Yeah. They're fighting and biting each <laughs> other. Oh, now, John now we're back. his cape. And now we're back in the intermission. Now can I can cut I, uh, Gamzee in Gamzee half? in half. Her fucking specialty, I guess. Yeah. Dave is fighting both... Dave is uh, fighting both Beck Noir and PM. Yeah, uh... The, the Condacy is shooting lasers. Shooting lasers. Hits Terezi. And it hits Kanaya. Yeah. Dave and got stabbed through Dave. on both sides. Yeah. Dave falls. It was heroic. Yep, trying to save Jade. Kanaya dies. Yep. Rose sees. Yep. John's beating up Caliborn. Yeah. Jane and Jake that. go falling through the air. 
Yeah. And it was heroic and just. Yep. Irania is using all of her power to try to... She's moving planets. Holy shit. And oh, in... she smashes... Uh, Lolar into Lofaf. Trying to kill the Conacy. Yeah. And now they're both using all their powers to fight with planets. Holy shit. And this is all a bad this... idea for those at home. Rose is still yeah. okay. She's going at the yeah. Conacy? And the Conacy is using her... Uh, her fork, calling Fork. And Trezzy goes to kill Arania. Arania oh. makes her kill herself. And... Oh, Rose gets stabbed. Rose gets forked. And she throws Terezi down. Yep. There goes Rose. She shoots oh, out a laser. She gets lasered, too. No! Oh, no! Roxy! Roxy! She disappears. Teleports in the, in her the out. Void. But Terezi's not dead. Terezi's not dead. Kansi sees Arania and... Pulls her forward with her mind powers. Yep. Has her by the neck. Yeah, Arani, you done fucked this one. Yeah, no, you weren't. You didn't save oh. that one. Now we're back John with the, and John the just, shit out of Caliborn. Yeah. And then he zaps oh, out. He teleports out. Caliborn. That was not how he thought that would go. No, he's not powerful enough. No. He's surrounded by all his horses and his mouse. Yeah. There's a crowbar. <laughs> he reaches, reaches for the, for the mouse, mouse. And clicks. Wow. I think that's a really cool flash. That was a good flash. But no, yeah. A lot of bad stuff happened a in that. A lot of really bad shit just happened. So, Clark Cat is dead. Kanaya is dead. Terezi... Oh, Trezzy's not dead. Trezzy's not dead. Thank God. Uh, Gamzee's dead. Uh, we don't know if uh, Rose isn't dead. Roxy got her out. Jake and Jane yeah. are dead. Dave is dead. Jade's pretty for sure dead. Yeah. Because if Jane's dead, no one can revive her. Right. Jesus, This what the seems fuck? like the Doom timeline. Yeah. Or it's, it the, or it's the Alpha timeline and, and uh, Lord English is supposed to win. Yeah. Or somebody, oh. not them. Yeah. Act 6, Act 6, Intermission 3, already in progress. Because we were already. Yeah. We see Arania being choked by, uh... The Conacy. Next. The oh, Conacy does not seem... She seems mad. No, she's not She's not one who, like, appreciates a transgression. Especially killing off her two kind of daughters. Yeah. Next. Oh... <laughs> Next. Oh, uh, she, she grabs. grabs her hand. Next. She's gonna pull that ring off. Yep. Next. She, Next. Yeah, she got the ring. She flips it off. Yep. Next. Snap. <laughs> uh, Arania's not dead yet, but probably just for this panel. Next. And she throws her into the fire. Yep. Next. We see Arania. Next. Still alive, but... She's descending into flames. And there Her she goes. Her eyes are going out. Yep, next. Yep, yep. bye Arania. Bye Arania. Next. Just. Just. 
Yup. Yeah, that. Yup. Who's that in the lower right corner? Is that a picture of Arania? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, now we're seeing like all the debris. It's the wreckage. Yeah. Yeah, like all the planets. We just had a destroyed. planet fight. Yeah, that was also a really cool thing yeah. that happened. Next. Uh, John shows and there's up. John. Next. Wow. Yeah, he's there now. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Next. What the fuck happened here? Oh, everything's starting to get corrupted again. Yeah. Next. Well, yeah, it's already corrupted, but like, yeah, it seems like. <clears throat> yeah, well, it wasn't in those last few panels. Yeah. Up in the curtains start to close. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, no, the intermissions and like the acts in this don't really mean anything. They're just... no. It's just it's just basically letting you know that we're gonna cut back to Caliborn. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, we get a Caliborn replay button, but it does nothing. It um that animation was much smoother, and the curtains yeah. look better. They close. Yeah. So. Yeah. Act six. Get, act six. Act four. He's getting better. Yeah. Oh, but uh. He's Caliborn. out. He's out. Wow. Next. A teen didn't like the direct of my story. So he came and beat me up. <laughs> Amazing. I do love Caliborn as a like analog for Andrew Hussey. Yeah. Cause also, like, we, we did miss the good self burn of you can just say what your character's like and that that's that pretty a good much substitu- covers it. Substitute for like characterization or a story. <laughs> But now we have gone to, like, his old style of drawing. But it's much better. Yeah. Uh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And bear in mind that one time, I'm not like we've been off, and I tried to get lost to sister to murder. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, as such, I must admit. To being succumbed by a new low... Of depressing emotions. As a tortured artist of so many talented promise and intellect, daring, and culture magnitude, there could be no doubt. This is my Nadir. The blackest ball before the hour. The dark night of the feelings. I bust my cherub hump for you people. And he's like on a line, and now we're seeing that it is a drawing of Caliborn. Great. Day in and day out. I bring enough. I bring home the fucking bacon. I accomplished enough premium contests to choke you gluttonous candy holes, which serve to barely muffle your noise, noisy cravings for more and more. And I do this for what? Ungrateful dude. <laughs> He's sad. He is. I know what the crux to this horrible problem is. And he's holding little Cal's head like it's. York Skull. Oh my god. Is that I am misunderstood? The atrocious haters and weak children will say that I'm a monster, that I'm the biggest bad guy, and that my evil crime need to be stopped using tantrum punches, but no. I am just a simple artist. Uh, sure. Some of their lies have some correct qualities. Yes, it's true. I hate many things, and want them dead, like all non tribs who aren't me. Yes, I mostly want to see every living thing turn extinct in bad ways, and okay, I've always been a sucker for making funny murders happen. 
But those are really just hobbies. They don't define me. My true passion is telling stories. And yeah, we were zooming in on uh, the little cow face, and now we are zoomed in on it, and we can see a little caliborn in there. Yeah. I hear this, this, that I walk the path not of a villain, but of an artist. I bleed the blood. Of a craftsman. I sweat the stuff. Of a gentle soul. And I weep the tears. Of a poet. (laughs) And like any beautiful art poet. Who then struggle to a creative calamity. I retreat to my craft. I will fall back on the fucking basics. Form, line, angle, line, more lines. Additional angles. He is getting rid of the mangas. Yeah. And he has just right angles. And we see acute angles and no, bad. <laughs> and right angles, great, yes. I will regroup. I rebuild my vision for Pixel 1. I reinvent myself as an artist. And again, I will rise. Like a phoenix from the asses. Play on words. The asses belong to the haters, of course, which I handed them personally with the strong bare hands. And so I bide my time. Uh, so yeah, Calvorn is now shooting out from his eye pure art skill. <laughs> it's so good. He seems to be improving. Yeah. Do you say so I bide my time? Yes. Perfecting every aspect of my craft. Polishing while demolishing. Honing while owning. And in time, you will see my masterpiece. But the thing is... It's a blueprint of the stage. Yeah. Masterpieces don't come cheap. I know I said blah blah, I'm a demon artist, my soul crying, stuff like that. But let's face it, the craft act. I got them businessmen, and art comes... F- costs fucking money. It's a, it's a Kickstarter page, basically. It's a Kickstarter page. <laughs> it's Zilly Loot. God. Honk, wheat, toot, boing. It's a Kickstarter parody. Wee! <laughs> Project Caliborn's masterpiece. Backers 15 pledged of one zillion goal. Uh, one zillion is the mandatory minimum or maximum goal. Uh, and yet for 50 C, a real sweet tooth. 100 C, your pancake. Yeah, yum, pass the syrup. 200 grape scot, hee hee. Uh, the end is a donut. Donut, more like dough, yes. 400 orange, you glad you pledged. Banana, you glad you pledged. <laughs> and so I will need you to plunge your grubby fists <laughs> far down your money pockets and donate deeply to the next and greatest act of homo suck. You won't be disappointed. As we seek, my closest friends and allies are digging deep and tipping in totally optionally. Or else. The savvy cash giver will also be pleased to know that I'm miraculously accepting Calcoin, the bleeding edge of modern imaginary currency, which I recently made up with my computer and can claim to largely understand. Please stand by very impatiently. So the next lengthy barrage of non important stuff. It will be dealing with a fancy software money to craft my swan, swan song. Tune in next time on Homo Suck for the thrilling and art of. Statistically unbelievable conclusion of Homo Thuck. Bye forever, almost. Yeah, we got another sound page. The curtains are closing. <laughs> they close and there's a honk. Yeah, and it's, it's playing the 
Warhammer of Zilly Hue music. Yeah. Uh, act six, act six, intermission four. Oh yeah, we're seeing, and there's only two planets left. So we have, is that Roxy and Rose? No, uh, uh, Roxy and um. No, uh, that's a uh, yeah, Roxy and John. John, that's right. Yeah, everybody else has crashed into each other over on the side. Yeah. Uh, except for the Prosper, white uh, Durs. Is white? That's not Durs, is it? Um. Well, that's near the outer rim. Yeah, I true. think. Yeah, I think they just do it. Oh, as... that was when they swapped Durs with. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next. And uh. There's John. And he's looking at all the pixels. Yep. Next. There's a candy corn. Yeah, there's a giant candy corn. Next. Just staring at it. <laughs> he's confused. Yeah. Next. Oh, this is weird. Yeah, so we get a next arrow, and we can now uh, scroll, and we see, like, John going through as... It's kind of a cool thing where, like, as soon as the John disappears, like, he reappears in the, like, yeah, what you're seeing. Yeah, on the page. Yeah. Yeah. Get that giant statue from, uh, Jade's Land. Yep. Next. But he heads off to where... Uh, where um, the battle was taking place. Yeah, Lofaf hit Lolar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really doing a lot of cool stuff with... The length medium. of the page and the panel. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, flies through, like, the house. So like, he's uh, floating house. down. Yeah, he We're floats seeing... past down to Lohak. Lohak and, uh... I forgot the name of the kids' planets. Yeah, whatever. The, the, the Alpha Kids' planets. That's the, uh... That is... That's Jane's. Jane's, because it has all the life on it. Yep. Next. Now he's going through Lohak, and there's all, like, lava just, like, yep. in the air now. Gears and metal... Uh, now he's going to uh, Lomax and uh, and of uh, pyramids and uh, neon Lopan. Next, it it just gives like it's a good smooth setting. Yeah, he's floating. Uh, just, he's man. alone now. Yeah, like just man, everything is fucked. Yeah, and he keeps floating down, and there's a uh, light logo. Uh, yeah, that's from uh, Dave's land. That is his a statue of his gar. Uh, have Vestas or something? Denizen, yeah. yeah. Next. Which I think is also what we learned is little cows also. Or not little, uh, little I mean little, uh, cowborns. Oh, there's Dirk. There's Dirk. There's hey, someone here. Somebody's here. Next. Uh, hey there. Are you Dave's bro? Next. Hey, did you hear me? Where is everyone? I'm John, by the way. John. Next. Could you please just leave me alone? Yeah, he's all glitchy. Yeah. Next. What? Why? I don't understand. Do you know what happened here? Yeah. Next. Oh, man. The panel is the reflection of everything in Dirk's uh, shades. It's fucking cool. Yeah. I failed. No, oh, buddy. Next. Oh, and he glitches the fuck out. Yeah, like he's just resigning himself. Yeah. Next. Man, Dirk. Dirk, buddy, you don't gotta put it all on yourself. I mean, that's him. That's Yeah, that's Dirk, though. 
Yeah, and he's really glitching out. Yeah, next. He's yep. gone. You can't even see him in that. No, yeah. Next. John is... <laughs> Awkward. <sighs> next. Oh, but he notices something. Yeah. Next. It's Roxy and Rose. Oh. Next. Oh, Roxy's shit. Ca- Karen Rose, and she's yeah. got a hole through her. Next. John they flips go down. off. Yeah, next. And they land on a... They're going to Roxy's land. Next. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't Lopan earlier. Okay. Next. Yeah, Lopan was one of the surviving lands. Yeah. So, Roxy lands with Rose. John falls behind. Next. Shit. Fuck. Next. Roxy? Next. And Roxy, like, turned around. She's very surprised. Yeah. Next. And John is just kind of taking everything. Yeah. Next. What happened to Rose? Oh, buddy. Next. Mom. Next. Mom, please wake up. It's me, your, your, um, daughter, kinda. Please don't die. Rose. Oh, fuck. Next. Rose opens her eye. Next. It's purple. Yeah. Whoa. Next. What happened to me? The witch got you with her fork, but you're going to be okay. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> maybe maybe you should, shouldn't try to talk now. You saved me, didn't you? Mm. Thanks, but she's gone, isn't she? For good, I mean. Huh? I saw her die, and... It's a shame how... It's a shame that I never even got to tell her I loved her. Who? <sighs> oh my god. Next. Kanaya. But... You too, Mom. Oh my god. Oh, this is rough. Yeah. You too. She closes her eye. Next. It was heroic. Next. Yeah. Roxy starts crying. Yeah. Next. I'm crying a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Is she... Next. I'm sorry. Next. Got here too late to do anything. As far as 
I may think I've come. I still don't know what I'm doing. Dave's broken the funny pants for right. And not about himself. I was the one who let everyone down. I'm the failure. It's me. Next. You saw Dirk? Where is he? He was back there, floating near all the exploded planets. He told me to leave him alone, so I did, and now he's stuck somewhere inside all those shitty glitches, which just keep getting worse. Do you think we could get him out? He's, he's like, my only friend who wasn't dead yet. I, I don't know. I've been able to clean up some glitches here and there, but they're everywhere now. It's like the whole universe is corrupted. Or more than just the universe. You know what I mean. There's no way I can do my winning powers to blow it all away anymore. And even if I did, then what? Everything's gotten so fucked up. Yeah. Ugh. Next. Yeah, they just... Like, what do you do at this point? Yeah. Next. They just sit down. Yeah. Next. Poor Rose. She's always too brave for her own good. This is exactly what happened last time. Last time? Um, it was years ago when Jack killed our parents and we tried to fight him but we weren't strong enough to face him yet. So we killed her. But at least that time I could bring her back to life. How? Uh, just like using a certain method that's not an option anymore. Huh. That's the weird thing about this for me. I'm sitting here looking at my dead friend. It's really sad. But at the same time, all this has already happened before. The death and the tragedy and stuff. And pain in the corner of yet another unwinnable situation. It keeps happening. I don't know how to stop it. Yeah. Me either. Next. But we can't give up, right? I mean, we're all in been worse situations gotten out of those, right? I did... Have we really... Well... Mm, no, I guess we haven't. I guess this, like, might be literally the worst thing that's ever happened. I mean, not to put too fine a point on ranking shitty things, but this is about to... Uh, unbelievably shitty as it gets. I keep thinking about what I could have done to, or, or what I still could do if only, if somehow I could only learn how to control this, or like even better understand this, stupid zappy retconny whatever it is. Ugh. John, yo, chill. Chill? Yes, maybe we should try to like not worry about shit so much anymore. Why not? There's so many problems. I know. I know about all the problems. And we're both way brave and all. I'm sure between us we proved that hella many times already. But man, I never wanted anything more than to meet my mom. To meet Rose, I mean. And to just be with her and talk. And to try to understand this bond I felt like we always had without ever knowing each other. I kept getting so close. And dreaming about her. Waking up too soon. And finally, the last time I woke up, I was just in time to see her die. It's like the witch was holding out just long enough for the dream to feel like a possible reality before taking it away. You take that ultra-sad thing and pile it on all the brutal manure raining down on this epic shit charade. I gotta say, John, this is starting to feel an awful lot like the end. The end? Yeah, whatever the end of the road feels like, it's gotta feel like this. Maybe we should just 
admit to ourselves this is probably what it's like when you find yourself on a timeline where everything went wrong and you know it means you're doomed and the only thing left to do is face the fact that you have to ride it out into nothingness. Stop worrying so much and try to let it go. You mean like, what do you mean? I mean, we accept that we lost. Admit that the people we wanted to be with, the life we always wanted, it was never going to happen. Except maybe in the afterlife. Our friends are there. Callie's there. My mom's there. Why shouldn't we be there too? Why not just let the Doom timeline work its gloomy magics and slip into nothing with the rest of this mess? <sighs> Next. Man. Man. Yeah, like Even Roxy, Roxy like, gave up. Yeah, like Roxy, the like happiest, like like most go getting badass he like character. Yeah, he's like, like no This is This that is was it. it. Everyone died. Yeah. Next. Yeah, John doesn't know what to say. Yeah. Next. He sees something. Yeah. Next. Someone on a jetpack. Next. Is that Terezi's jetpack? Yeah. Sure is. There's That's Terezi. Terezi. <laughs> Next. She's <laughs> flying in. Yep. Next. She's flying down. Next. And yeah. she crashes. That seems about oh, where boy. that was going to go. Yep. Next. Like she comes out like the smoking crater. Next. Hell yeah. God. Next. Terezi? She's beat the fuck up. She's got like an... Im she's impaled. She's bloody. Yeah. Next. Whoa. Are, are you okay? Next. She like... Pulls back her head and like grimaces... Next. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> Just headbutts him. Give him a bloody nose. Next. <laughs> Knocks his ass on the ground. Next. Fix this. Next. Hell yes. Nice. <laughs> We're back at the, uh... With Callie and Jade. Yep. Next. And they have uh, done it up to look like a Jade's place. Yeah. And, and we can see... Yeah, that's Beck. Yeah. It was tiny enough. I thought it was G-Cat. Mm-hmm. I think this is when I said that it'd be really good if, like, Jade had a, like, kid show. <laughs> yes, it would. Where's Beck? Is he over there? <laughs> but she is now her troll Sona. Yep. God. This was your home? Uh-huh. Well, sort of. It looked more realistic when I lived there. I mean, obviously, Jade. Yeah, obviously, Jade. Come on. Don't, you don't need to shit work to talk to your handiwork. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's this troll, Jade. It's so cute. Ah, oh, yes, I recognize it now. It's just that, like, Jake's home, but with less foliage. Foliage? Oh, on Earth, the trees, the hills were covered in trees. In yours, I suppose, there's more care given to the landscaping. Huh, that's interesting. Is it? Uh... 
I'm not sure that it is, particularly. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess not. But it is very nice here, uh, even if it's only a stylistic approximation of your home. Pity there are no trees, though. I have never actually seen one. You haven't? Come to think of it, I've never actually seen a plant. <gasps> Plenty of meat, though. Meat was left to us in great supply. Candy, too. But nary a plant for as long, far as the eye can see. That sounds terrible! When I was a kid, I grew up with plants all around me. But I was very lucky. I guess I took all the nice things about my life on this island for granted. I even had my own garden where I grew flowers and vegetables and fruits and such. That's all I ever ate, the things I grew myself. Uh, ooh. But I will admit to having developed a taste for meat since becoming a dog. Meat is very good. For all the complaints I may have about my childhood, near exclusive substance upon raw flesh is not one. But then, I'm sure that comes with the territory of being a monster. <laughs> <gasps> I didn't mean to change the subject. Please tell me about your garden. Next. Aww. This Callie is cute. Opie, you're not a monster. No, you're not a monster. You're cute. Uh, so now they're full, they're like going into uh. Is this Jade's, Jade's memory of? Yeah, but it's all drawn like Calliope. Yeah. My grandpa set it up for me in the atrium. I would spend hours tending my plants and playing music for them. It was one of the places where I was the happiest I could remember being. I miss that garden. What happened to it? It blew up, and then I built my house way up on top of where it used to be. In the years since that happened, I thought about rebuilding it as a way to pass the time on my long, lonely journey. But I was too depressed to grow anything. Uh, yes, I believe I can sympathize. What sort of place did you grow up that didn't have plants? Was it a desert? Of sorts, yes. It was Earth, actually. W what? My Earth was much less hospitable towards life than yours. I'm sure I'm the only living thing left on, that, on the planet. It sounds lonely. It was. But didn't you say that meat was left for us earlier? Oh, uh, oh. Was someone else there? Yes, technically, but only while I slept. Who? Uh, my brother. Oh, I had a brother too. It's funny, we keep discovering ways that we're alike. Yeah, but not so much in this way. For one thing, you and your brother never detest each other, to my knowledge. <laughs> Next. Also, Jay was saying she's all depressed on the ship. I guess maybe yeah. when Dave Bright broke up with her? Probably. Yeah. Because that was the last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you and has been most of your lives apart. To you, I'm sure it seemed like cruelty to grow up so divided. But to me, that would have been a great liberty. And we swap into Calliope's uh, place where she was trapped. Yeah. Next. This is where you and your brother lived? Hmm, yes. Next. She's like looking around. And she looks down. Mm-hmm. Next. The tooth on the ground. Yeah. Next. The tooth from when, uh, Caliborn yeah. bit off his leg. Callie! Next. When you said you were a monster, what did you mean? Were you just being hard on yourself, or did you mean that literally? No, I was being rather literal about my true appearance. I see. And your brother looks the same way too, I take it? 
Yes, it was once mine as well, but that is the topic which would require some elaboration. Tell you the truth, I'd rather not talk about my brother anything from my past, really. Trilling on it for too long, for long makes me feel anxious. It's okay, we don't have to talk about it. It's just seeing this tooth and listening to your voice. I think I'm finally starting to remember something. Oh, what do you remember? I remember you. Oh. Oh. Next. That's weird. Yeah. Me? Yes. I'm quite sure now that we met once before I was asleep. It was you, and yet it, it wasn't. Do you mean you saw my true appearance? I think so. Uh, Dad, I hope I didn't frighten you. I was a little scared at first, actually, but it was not so much because of what you look like. Uh... Your voice was the same, and I can tell now that you're basically the same person she was. Yet, you you seem so different. So much more serious. Also, you are God-tier. Oh! Oh, Jade saw the real Callie. Or not the real Callie, but the uh, doomed Callie. Yeah, how dare you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad. Next. What do you think it means, Callie? If that was you, but but not quite you, then who was it? That was a version of myself I could have become, but for whatever reason did not. She's the one I'm supposed to find, but it would seem you found her first. I see. An alternate universe version of yourself? Yes, the version who was able to defeat my brother before he could commit his mayhem. That makes sense. No wonder she was so... Well, no offense to her, but you're much friendlier. I was that bad, was I? Or, um, she? Not really. It was not long at all before I could tell she was good. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I'm starting to remember about the encounter. She had a lot to say. Uh, what did she tell you? She mainly told me stories. Oh. She seemed to really like telling stories, so I think your personality must have been in there somewhere. You don't... by any chance. You want to know if I remember any? Yes, it's been coming back to me little by little. I think I can retell some of them. Ooh. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you help me? How? Do you have anything to write on? Pad of paper or such? Oh, they're gonna make stories. Oh. Uh, next. How's this? Oh god, the Till Death book. Perfect! Okay, I will write the words and you can draw the pictures. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah! Okay, where to begin? If I recall, the first story was about how she defeated her brother. But I don't remember much about that one. And maybe you don't want to hear a story that has to do with him? That would be the way in which she and I differ. In my story, it was the other way around. Hmm, that makes sense. The rest of her stories, I think, were meant to account for the differences in the way her life went. Oh, how interesting. Now I am very curious. <laughs> so she went on to tell another story. Not one about your brother, but one about mine. It always sounds like a much more pleasant story. Well, not exactly. Uh... Uh-oh. Next. This is the story about how he died. Um... Oh. Next. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Hello everyone, Future Ashley here. I just wanted to say that this recording for about the next 15 minutes or is about to get super kind of Frankenstein together. We had some really bad audio problems that we are just catching now. I really apologize for this. But, um, luckily nothing too plot important happens during that time that you really need the full audio quality that we bring usually to this. But, um, it, it's some moments that I definitely wanted us to hear, so, and to hear our original reaction, so, yeah, if you suddenly, there's gonna be another little break in about 12, 13 minutes, and my audio quality is going to be bad for that entire time, so, I'm sorry. That's just how the way it worked. Alright, bye. Hello everyone, welcome welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. It's Homestuck. It's Homestuck. I'm Ashley. I'm Molly. Uh, and this is our second time recording and this. this. Is, yeah, this is our second time recording this intro because the microphones are funny. Audacity microphones is shit. are funny. And Audacity is shit. And now it is coming through the computer and strangling me. Because <laughs> oh, no. I have... Talked against the dark god that allows all of our work to do to be done. Oh fuck! I'm just really glad it hasn't tried to. Uh, oh nope nope! It's reaching. Uh, and listen, Audacity's a fine program. Uh, great service. I guess it is free. Yeah, no, like I can't complain that much. <laughs> yeah, no, it it works really well most of the time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess let's re re recap. Yeah. Uh, things that just happened. Um, everyone's dead. Uh, except for Terezi, John, Roxy, and, uh, Dirk. Dirk. Uh, and also, Arania was a bad guy, and she's dead. Yeah. Uh, oh god, yeah, the Condacy killed the fuck out of her. Yeah, she did. Uh, John beat the fuck out of Caliborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was really funny and good. Uh... uh Jane, uh, Jade is currently hanging out with Callie. Yeah, uh, in in the dream bubble. Yeah, Jade doesn't know she's dead yet. Jade doesn't know she's dead yet, and also Jade doesn't remember, uh, being evil, doing the yeah. Grimbark stuff. She does but not remember anything. I think she said she thinks that she did some things that she'll she won't be proud of. Yeah, she she thinks she did some regrettable things, but she doesn't realize it yet. Cause but, boy, you did some bad stuff, Jade. Yeah, but also Jade says that at one point she has met Callie before, at least the alternate universe version of Callie, where she uh, she was the one who uh, uh, predominated. Predominated. That's the word. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, fucking weird. And also, apparently, is now telling Calliope the story of when John died. Which, huh? Yeah. What? So, yeah, it's a story that alternate universe Callie told her. No. Is that, no, is that not right? That's not right. She told her many stories, but, like, about Callie. Right. And then they're like, okay, let me tell you, like, another, like a story. Like, oh, we'll make a comic out of it. Right. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Um, anyway, the last thing we saw was Terezi crash landing on, uh, this meteor 
or uh, Roxy's planet. Yeah. Uh, where Rose just died in her mother's arms. <laughs> Fucked up. Terezi crashed, walked up to John, headbutted him, and told him to fix this. Yep. Because uh, he has the outside of cannon powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's everything? I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, but yeah, I think we might as well get started. I think you should probably take John, and I'll take Terezi and Roxy. Oh, okay. Well, just because I think there's going to be a lot more John here, and I don't, I know you don't want to do Terezi. I don't. I can't. I still cannot do Terezi. I might have to learn soon. Uh, but uh, anyway. But yeah, no, for right now, we can do this. Okay. The powers you were talking about earlier. Huh? Duna, huh, me, Egbert. You look like an idiot, but we both know you're no fool. Hey! I wouldn't argue with you, Drone. She's all bloody, and she clearly means business. Eh, okay, you're right. Yes, Terezi, I agree to the fact that I look like an idiot, primarily because you seem badly wounded and angry. Are you sure you're okay? Shut up! On Rose, this rainbow candy planet, you appeared and said you had the ability to change things? To alter history without doing the timeline? Oh, yeah. The thing with that is, um... Wait a minute. Terezi, are are those Jade's shoes? <laughs> Wait, hang on! <laughs> Terezi! Terezi! Terezi took her red shoes probably because they taste delicious. God, she loves red stuff. Of uh, the Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah. God damn it. Next. They're just looking at the shoes. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Yes as in yes? Or yes as in maybe? Yes as in maybe. Terezi, why are you wearing Jade's shoes? Where's Jade? Jade's dead. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Next. Oh, John. Yeah. Oh man, not Jade too. Are you sure? Yes, John. You mean like dead, dead? Everybody's dead, John. Everybody? Even Dave? He's dead, John. Everybody's dead. Everybody is dead, John. So, Jade, Dave, Carcat. They're all... Even the cute mayor guy who loves Dave so much? John, let's not do this. John. John, okay, John. Well, I, I get it, you're grieving. Please focus. Next. Tracy just... Uh, Tracy just having her <laughs> fucking hands... Arms crossed, staring down. believe this shit. John, shut the fuck up. Damn it. Well, did you actually take Jade's pulse? You know, she does like to sleep a lot. I sniffed very- I'd sniffed both her and Dave's poignantly overlapping torsos very carefully for a human pulse. Alas, I found none. Oh. And then you decided to take her shoes. Yes. And you thought that was an appropriate thing to do- why, exactly? 
John Hurt shoes were red, sparkly, and delicious. I'm only flesh and blood. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. Why are all the troll girls so weird? Every single one I have met is some kind of depraved lunatic. All the troll boys I have met are just lame weenies, though. Well, except for Carcat. Carcat was great. May he rest in peace. Don't fucking say that. What? He's not dead. But you just said... I mean, he doesn't have to be. I did not come here to bathe in the repugnant attitude of a defeatist dork. I came here to force said dork to use his incredible and totally unprecedented powers to set everything right, even if it means stabbing him until he complies. Okay, you don't need to stab me, really. Don't you think I want to? We just lost everyone we cared about. Of course I want to go back and change things. I just have no idea how. That's not my problem. Just as a lack of stylish gemstone studded footwear is also not my problem, as of uh, precisely today. These things are your problem to solve. Both the pale lack of command over the sappy powers, as well as a grotesque pair of banana loafers on your feet. I friggin' hate troll girls! John. God. Why are troll girls so weird? Why are they so weird? Next. Uh, they're next to, like, this giant statue. Yeah. And, like, Tracy's, like, walking over to it. Is that... Yeah, next. Oh, no, that's Roxy was walking yeah. over to it. What? And she's, like, staring up at it. Yeah, next. Have you ever seen your denizen? Next. No. Well, I almost did once. What happened? I was tricked into going to see him early by a blind prankstress who will remain nameless. Eh. But at the last minute, I was talked out of it by a pal from the future. I wasn't ready to see him yet. I would have died if I did. Okay, but, like, what if you are now? What if I'm what? Ready. I mean... If now's not the right time, then whenever would be. Next. I guess you have a point. Would that actually accomplish anything, though? Dunno, man, I'm just spitballing here. They're supposed to be the ginormous monsters that you either fight or you listen to their riddles and they help you solve all your problems or something, aren't they? Uh, more or less? I think their purpose is a bit more mysterious than that, and I guess more, like, majestic? Majestic? I don't know. I'm probably not the best guy to ask about denizens. Jade met hers, but she's... A sprite could explain it better than me. Didn't you ever talk to your sprite about him? Nah, me and Fafette ever talked about that stuff. We were traded lame puns and talked about our shitty love lives. You did? Wow, what kind of sprite did you even have? Hmm. Uh, never mind. Did not mean to touch upon yet another sad subject. Anyway, maybe you're right, and my denizen could help me with these problems. But at the same time, there's so many problems. Even if I learned to control my powers better, we'd still have to deal with all this glitchy bullshit. If I could zap around and fix everything, but if it's all still garbled, how would I even know if it was fixed? Maybe you're right, Roxy. What if it's all too much to overcome this time, even for Typhius? I have heard enough. 
John, you have slandered our troll males as weenies. And while I could not possibly dispute this characterization, today I listened to the excuses from none other than the supreme weenie himself. <gasps> the supreme weenie, John Egbert. You'll go see your dad's in at once. Ask him to help you understand your powers and accept whatever price he demands. This is not negotiable. God, all right. I was going to go see him anyway. Can a guy just think out loud a bit before making a big decision? No. Wow, okay. My bad, I guess? Yeah, stop, stop thinking. You've always been terrible at it. Leave the mind work to me. Oh, it's true. Tries to see her mind. She's got that shit. Yeah, she's got to unlock. Next. Fine, then I guess it's settled. I'll go to Loas and see my denizen. But what will you guys do? Probably nothing. Nothing? If you're successful, then we will stop existing. I doubt be like having to live the rest of our lives in a doomed timeline. That's technically what we are doing right now. I presume that since you have been endowed with the ability to rewrite causality, not unlike the mechanism behind the scratch, everything as it is now will simply cease to be. Oh. Hmm. What? I mean, even though everything in this timeline is about as shitty as it gets, that still seems kind of sad. Yeah, I think them's the breaks, dude. I guess so. What do you think you'll do with the time you have left? Um, I don't know, shit around all melancholy for a spell, question my life choices, probably bury my mom somewhere in the desert, give her a quick funeral, say goodbye to her and everything else, and then... Curl up into a ball and wait till it exists? Holy shit, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard! Why'd you have to tell me that? Okay, you ass. No, that sucks! Don't do that! Eh, why not? Because it's a stupid plan for crappy idiots! JFC, what a burn! I think I might cease to exist just from that burn. Yeah, laugh at my truly sick burn if you must, but everyone's getting on my case for being so defeatist, and that's the best plan you could come up with? I didn't get any case for being defeatist, though. I was acting tons more defeatist than you on account of the emotion from my mom's tragic corpse. The troll did one busting your windsock, remember? It's true. I have been doing that. Yeah, I, I just think, no matter who's gonna stop existing when, if I do something proactive, then you should too. Even if only on principle. Hmm, such as... Why don't you go see your denizen, too? What? That's your denizen there, isn't it? No, that's a statue. Yes, I know that's a statue. I mean, it's a depiction of her, right? Oh, yeah. So if I'm gonna go see mine, why don't you go see yours, too? Go see Nick's? Why? Why not? Cause I'm not the hero with the magic fixed literally everything powers that needs mastering. No, but you still have things to learn, don't you? Did you ever make that spike ball? Uh, no, but what do you mean the point of that anymore? I don't know. It's just a thing you were gonna set your mind to, but haven't done yet. Just like I said I was gonna get that magic ring so you can give it to your friend. Remember that? Yeah. I haven't done that yet either. But that doesn't mean I have to give up on that idea. What if, after I see my denizen, what if I could still do that? Uh... 
I'm just saying, you have no idea what there is to learn from her. Maybe finding out what there is to learn is most of what there is to learn. What if making alien spike balls is only the beginning of understanding your powers? What if she can help you channel some sort of incredible voidy thing? Voidy thing? Yeah, like like a windy thing, but with void and instead of wind. What's a windy thing? A windy thing is obviously a bunch of damn wind blowing around. So, so you're saying she can teach me to make void blow around? No, I didn't mean it literally. I mean, maybe something more abstract? Like, I don't know, learn to phase out a reality and somehow preserve yourself in the void, even if I alter history. So that maybe when the time is right, you can just pop back into reality. Wow. You really think she could tell me how to teach me how to do that? I have no idea. I'm just saying. Who knows? Not to be a win wet windsock, John, but that sounds far-fetched as heck. Okay, yes, probably. It just feels shitty leaving you here to have a sad funeral and then stop existing. Sometimes, John, you just gotta throw a sad funeral for your dead teen mom and then stop existing. Let's shrug. Let's shrug my la butt. I'm not gonna see my denizen unless you agree to see yours. That is the deal, and that's final. Damn, son. As in damn literal offspring of some peeps I know. Shit be strict. Lilon, just do what he says. Pointless assembly is a shared familiar trait, which is most unwelcome at this time. <laughs> Next. I also do just love Roxy going like, no, that's a statue, John. <laughs> John, that's a fucking statue, you idiot. And uh, now Roxy's doing the full, like, teen, like, oh. <sighs> I guess. Okay, fine. I'm gonna go see some big-ass goddess of the night, and it'll make you get the show on the stinking road already. Thank you. That's all I ask. So, uh, now? I, hmm, I guess. Hmm, like this exact second, then? Um, I don't know. Probably? Alright, I guess we should, like, go, then. Yeah, uh, no time like the present, right? Right. Then, um, so, hey, if, if this works and I somehow erase you from history, I mean, this version of you? <laughs> yeah, if that happened, then, uh... It was nice to meet you? This is fucking brutal. <laughs> 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 Stop it! It's like Charlie's just like, oh! <laughs> I hate both of you. Just kiss. <laughs> Listen, John. Roxy has two girlfriends already. How are you gonna compete, buddy? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Next. Oh, Tracy's just yelling. <laughs> Tracy's mad. I'm not about to spend my final moment slowly bleeding to death while the while two human dirks, oblivious to their own painfully evident romantic tension, fumble through a drawn-out series of awkward goodbyes. Didn't you just meet, like, today? Hey, um... Uh, uh... Jesus, someone flogging with another shitty clown. I can't take one more minute with this, you adorable dweebs. You caught me at the bad time. 
Egbert on the lawn. Any other day, I'd be teasing about this in a playful attempt to make you both uncomfortable while giggling maniacally. But look at me. I said look at me. Does this strike you as a face which is prepared to giggle maniacally? Uh... I'm declaring this meeting a tragic yet adorable fuck-up completely and utterly adjourned. Now say goodbye. Yes, there you go. Just like that. Hey, what do you do? Are you just gonna walk away? Wow, wow. How about a hug? Yeah, the thing you do with your arms? No, not me! Don't touch me! With each other! Okay, just a little closer and there you go. This isn't blast off research, people. Alright, I think that's gonna do it. The goodbyes have been secured. I mean, really, how do you even function on a day-to-day -day basis without me? How does anybody? Hmm, maybe they didn't? I guess that explains the mess we're in. Fucking Eureka! God! <laughs> oh, Terezi's so good! <laughs> She's so good! I just... That's one of my favorite, like, Lawson Homestuck of, like, Alright, hug her. Okay, hug. No, not me! You fucking... Not me! <laughs> what are you her? doing? God damn it! Damn it, John, you fucking idiot. Next. I like to imagine, like, they both, like, reached out for Terezi. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Limo. Scarchel, yeah, pretty funny. Hope to meet you again. Or at least some version of myself. Meet you, some version of yourself. Whew, one abstract wish. Face your whiff dream guys. Don't even know what that meant, even to make it happen or not. Either the lawyer entourage, religion wizards, just shrugging at each other. Okay, so, good luck fix on the shit, John. Anyway, I'm out. Facing down the core of the sucker, uh, the sucker for denizen times. Later, dudes. Poof! And there she and goes. There she goes. She just turns invisible and just goes through the planet. Yeah, it looks like she's just gonna face through the bottom, or the floor, the ground. Yeah. That stuff. That's what we call the outside Next. floor. <laughs> it's the outside floor. Poof! Oh, there she goes. Bye. <laughs> she didn't hear me. She was already underground. But yeah, I guess I'll get going too. Thanks for the weird, angry pep talk, Terezi. See you. Egbert, where the hell do you think you're going? But you just said... Get back here. Oh. Oh. Next. Okay, dang. What is it? Don't you think we should go over the actual plan first? Uh, I thought we just did that. I'm gonna see Typhius. No, you nitwit. I mean, when you're going to do if... I mean, what you're going to do if you're successfully learning to control your powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. So what's your plan? I don't have one. I mean, other than to go talk to a monster who I presume to be a giant snake and see what happens. You have any ideas? Hmm. What do you think I should change, Terezi? I don't know. I really should know, but I don't. Why do you think you should know? Because I'm a seer of mind. It's my job to know such things. I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to foresee outcomes of certain actions and guide my friends to victory. And I've never been very good at using my powers. Look at where they've led me. I lost all faith in my abilities long ago. Sorry, John. I'm not sure I can help you. Can't you at least try? Try what exactly? Anything. Like, put your hands on your head like psychics do and just... I don't know. Try anything at all that might help me figure out what to do. I just don't want to be zapping around time and space at random with no rhyme or reason to what I'm trying to fix. Please, Terezi, just try. I need your help. Hmm. Hmm. 
fucking Terezi coming in. Quippy is so defeatist, and they're like, I can't use my power. Sorry, bye. Yeah. Like, Terezi is one of those, like, people who uh, is, like, really good at fixing other people's problems, but the second, like, she has to confront her own problems, she's like, whoops. (laughs) Can't do anything. Same. Yeah, same. (laughs) Uh, Next. Yeah, but Terezi's just, like, looking. Like, hmm. Hmm. Maybe I can use powers. Yeah. Hmm. Next. Okay. I will I will try something. Cool. I have no idea if this will work, or if there's any, even any theoretical basis for it working, but I'll need you to do something to help me to try it. Okay. What? Hmm. Next. Try to hold a certain thought in your mind as clearly and steadily as you can, and tell me what it is. A thought? Like, what kind of thought? I don't know, some idea, an image, or maybe a phrase? That might be simpler. Sure. What kind of phrase? Any phrase. As long as you're sure you're able to remember it clearly later on. Hmm. Next. Just like looking around. (laughs) Hmm. Next. Hmm. (laughs) Next. Okay, I got one. Good. Tell me. Next. There's no place like home. I was looking at the red slippers. Aww. Next. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I can work with that. Now, be sure you remember it. I will. All right, stand back. Let's give this a shot. Next. Is this the password to all those things? Hmm. Next. But she's like thinking. She's doing, yeah, she's doing mind powers. Yeah, she's doing mind powers. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Next. And we got a password page. Yep. But as always, if you don't know the password, you're not supposed. To, it doesn't mean you're not supposed to. Idiot, dummy, go back. Uh. Okay. So, if we enter it, do I have to enter it with her quirk? Uh, it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work? Okay, whatever. Fine. Next. What happened? Did it work? It, it fizzles out. Yeah, her brain has smoke coming out of it. No. Next. Oh, wait, I think I skipped ahead. You did. It's okay. No. Next. It did not. Next. Well, damn. It was worth a shot, I guess. Next. I'm sorry. Can't help you. I can't help anyone. You better go. But what will you do? I'll probably just bleed to death in the desert. Alone and irrelevant. That's so shitty, though. What if you- Stop. Just stop. There's nothing for me to do. I don't even have a denizen to go visit. Friends are dead and I wasted my life. It's over for me. And you're the only hope we have left. So get out of here. Mm, Terezi. Terezi. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah. John's sad too. John's sad too. Next. I guess you're right. Okay. Off I go then. 
Next. It's a real boomer. Yeah. If I master my powers, I guess, I'll figure something out. Don't worry, Terezi. He goes flying off. Yeah. Next. I'll make sure none of this ever happens. Next. Yeah, she kind of looks sad. Yeah. Next. Oh, we're back with the... It's Callie and Jade. Yeah. I, I forgot that Jade had her troll Sona on. Yup. It's so good. Oh. I'm starting to remember the things she told me so vividly now. It's amazing what a creative project can do can you get your mind turning. Mm -hmm. What should I draw first? The land of wind and shade. That's where the story starts. I see. What story exactly? Her story or yours? Hmm. Both, as a matter of fact. My story began with a tragedy on Lois, which led to meeting her in the first place. And then she used my memory of that tragedy as a starting point for her story, which turned out to be related. Ooh, fascinating. I love stories. I'll start with mine, since that'll make everything else make sense. Go ahead and start drawing. What? Lois! Right. Next. I love these kids. Yeah, but a tragedy that happened on Loas. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How's this? Looks good. Don't forget to put a really tall house poking out the top. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> details. Details, details. Next. Uh, and now we are going into the Shelby Crag drawings. Oh, this is great. Uh, which she, uh, at the time of recording this, just got married. Oh, congrats. Yeah, she was the image I, I linked to you. Of Andrew yeah. Hussey officiating a wedding. With a UFO book? Yeah, that was her. Amazing. So, you say your story begins with a tragedy. What should I draw next to depict this tragedy? Nothing yet, but I'll get to that. But yes, the tragedy is why I was alone on the Golden Ship. It was not long after our three-year journey began. Wait, alone? Oh, this is not the same Jade. This isn't the same Jade. No. Next. Oh god, this is so cute. <laughs> I saved all of these images. <laughs> yeah, they're really great. Yeah, because we're seeing like Jade and she's like playing with some squid tangle buddies on the <laughs> On the sofa. couch. Yeah, and then the planets are floating next to them. Yeah. So good. I was relaxing in our makeshift living room, giving John and Dave Sprite some space to themselves for a while so they could catch up. John wanted to visit his home again, so I happily obliged and shrunk them both down so they could hang out in this tiny tall house. It seemed like the nice thing to do, but I came to regret that decision more than any I've ever made. I was minding my own business when out of nowhere. Mm. Next. Lois exploded! That's... hmm, that's weird. That's weird! Next. And yeah, this is for sure not the same Jade. Yeah, this is not that timeline. I couldn't believe it. It was totally inexplicable. There was no trace of them at all. They were both dead. I suppose they must have meant that John's death was heroic. But I couldn't for the life of me imagine how. To me, it was as pointless and arbitrary as a death could be. Yeah, good Next. point. Yeah. John was 
god tier at that point, so it had to either be just or heroic, and I don't think it was just. I don't think it was just. John, I think we agreed very early on that John could never die a just death. Yeah, early on in Act 5. <laughs> yeah. I looked within myself as hard as I could to see if there was some power I had in all my omnipotence to bring them back. But I couldn't. They were gone. I'd spend the next three years on that ship without my two best friends. Sure, there were still consorts and chess guys to keep me company, but the loss was too much for me to bear. I felt so alone. Oh. Oh, Jade. Jade. Next. Weeks and months went by. I didn't have the slightest sense of how quickly or how slowly time was passing. Any sense of purpose to reaching the destination had vanished, and delicious though it was, no amount of Nana's cake would bring me comfort. Toward the end of the journey, when I'm feeling particularly despondent... Aww. Aww. Such a cute Jade Jong, though. Next. <laughs> <laughs> she fell asleep with a cake. Whoop. <laughs> I fell asleep and had a dream. And that's when I met a very powerful, strangely charismatic creature. Her name was Calliope. Oh. Okay. Next. Oh, yes. Oh, it's still loading. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it, it's like they're in like a dark void and we just see the kind of like a hooded figure with the space logo. It's very reminiscent of when we thought Snowman was the fucking coolest. Yes. So it is still the fucking yeah, coolest. Yeah, so still the fucking coolest. As I said, she was somewhat like you and yet so unalike. Her presence was so serious and grave. Her hollow eyes were piercing, but not hostile. But the prevailing sense I got from her was one of loneliness. Before she even said a word, I could feel it somehow, that this was a deeply lonely soul. Until I met her, I thought I was the loneliest person in the universe. But a feeling told me she had been by herself for a very long time. I felt sorry for her, and relating to her plight helped me overcome the feelings of intimidation. So we began to talk. We traded stories about ourselves. She spoke of the brother she killed, and I spoke of the brother I lost. When I mentioned John's death, that's when she became very serious again. She began to recount how John had died, repeating to me the same story I just told you. She described the spontaneous destruction of Lois, which left me alone for years. I wonder why she was recounting this tragedy that happened to me, and for that matter, how she knew of it herself. She went on to say that Lois was destroyed because John's denizen had suddenly woken up. Typhius, a great monster of truly terrifying power. She said he had destroyed his land and slayed his own heir of breath, not out of malice, but to make a slight correction. I asked her, what do you mean, correction? Huh. That's weird. Next. God, oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Close up of a... Uh... The alternate Cal uh, Calliope, and it looks really cool. You can see her cheeks are glowing green, and yeah. you can see the vaguest outline of her eyes underneath the hood. It's yeah. fucking cool. She said that the John from my reality and his entire planet needed to be erased, and that the slumbering denizen and all his mysterious wisdom knew this. She told me that the dreams of a denizen draw from the same well of potential from which every conceivable possibility arises. The same place Skya gets its power from. 
So, if an agreement with a denizen is reached in one reality, that same denizen in another reality could become aware of it and respond accordingly. It seems that John, somewhere, in some other plane of existence, had made just such an arrangement. She said that the John I knew, like herself, was only one version of a person. There was a different version of John from another reality poised to play a more significant role. You see, the John from the reality in an act of desperation had gone to see Typhius and struck a bargain with him. She would go on to explain that the nature of that bargain in the next part of her story. But, from my perspective, the consequence of this bargain was to lose my friends, and to live with that for years without understanding why. Losing them still hurt, but I was so relieved to at least understand the reason, and to realize their senseless deaths were actually serving a bigger purpose. I thanked her for letting me know. Oh. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah, so it sounds like it was... Um... Like, you know, like, the the John went through active desperation went to Typhius, which seems to be the John that we're seeing right now. Yeah, which sounds like our John. Yes. And this John got blown up by Typhius. Because of some thing that like was a result of that yeah like if john oh man i mean he can go through any timeline in theory i guess so if he needs to pop over to this one to do something maybe there can't be two johns for a long time hmm i don't know you don't know i don't know i know fuck you I don't play that card a lot with you. No, you don't. You don't play that card very often. I play it a lot with Luke on Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. It's it's because I'm d- so much like more gentle, need to be treated nicely. And also I just enjoy, like, like one, I just read Homestuck for the first time. Well, like, I right. listened to e- or watched Evangelion like a hundred times. Right. So you can be much more smug about Evangelion. Yeah. Yeah. She told me she was not human and had no frame of reference for empathizing with my feelings. But if there was one thing she could relate to, it was the feeling of being alone. The feeling of waiting for what seems like an eternity by yourself until you finally your purpose presents itself. Who? Huh? Next. They're drawing together. Yeah, it's adorable. It's good. I feel sorry for her, her myself, for myself, I suppose. But then again, that feeling is nothing new. <laughs> it's an odd statement she made, though. What? Not having the frame of reference for empathizing with human feelings? If you ask me, I would say I would have the advantage to relate to both humans and traps, so you would describe your feeling. So when you describe your feeling of sadness over losing friends, I have more than enough grounds for commiseration. Do you think that this version of me never... Never what? Never had human friends like I did? I have no idea. What a strange thought. To grow up only with my brother for company and not even have human friends to get me by. What a dreadful fate. The poor thing. Maybe that was what made the difference, which let her predominate over her brother, whereas I was too, um... Humanly socialized to succeed in my cherubic rite of passage. It could be. I don't know enough about cherub rites of passage to say either way. Human rites of passage either, for that matter. So then what happened? 
Right. Anyway, that's when she began her story in earnest. The one she summoned me in my dreams to tell me. The story of the other John who made a deal with Typhius. It began at the same place mine did. Lois. So go on. What? Draw Lois again. Oh! Wait. All over again. Um, no, you could just copy the first one you did. What a lovely idea. I'd hate to hold up the game, the pace of your exciting tale with a bunch of superfluous. Super, eh. Superfluous. Thank you. With a bunch yeah. of supli- superfluous doodling. Next. Fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> I said fuck it. <laughs> superfluous. Thank you, Jade. <laughs> Good enough. Oh, God. <laughs> Good enough. Yes, but there's also supposed to be glitches around. Glitches? What do you mean, glitches? Like, computery glitches, I think? That sounds hard to draw. Okay, why don't we not worry about showing the glitches for this story? They probably just make it harder to see what's going on. Which is probably the point now that I think about it. The point of what? I never thought much about it. It just seemed like a weird detail she mentioned. But I guess it was some strange form of corruption in their session that made everything harder to understand. Where did the corruption come from? I have no idea. I guess it was just one more way everything got messed up for them. Like, just another surreal obstacle for a hero to overcome? Oh, that reminds me, you need to draw John there as well. Righto. Yeah, I gotta get John in that picture. Yeah, so this is, uh, our John. Yeah, this is our John going to Typhius. Mm-hmm. Next. There you go, our hero. Sans surreal obs- obstacles. <laughs> when she mentioned that I didn't have to give it a second thought, but now that I'm trying to reconstruct everything and tell you what to draw... Hmm. Hmm. I guess when you're trying to tell a story, it forces you to think a lot more about everything than when you're just listening to one. Tis quite true. Perhaps you should start writing. Uh, now, how did she begin? Let me think. <laughs> Maybe we should pause before I go on? Pause? Like, some sort of intermission. So I could collect my thoughts a bit and give the audience a little breather between two significant arcs? We were at it for a pretty good while there, after all. What audience? Well, that would be you in this case. Oh, I know! I can doodle a quick story about the antics of the silly consorts of the golden ship before moving on. Uh. <laughs> Jade! Jade! Next. No! Oh. That Jade's drawing and it's still adorable. Yep. One of the things I did to pass time on the ship was give them funny names. Let's meet our cast of characters for this intermission, shall we? Uh... Let's see, there was... Uh, Bubble Up, I guess? Thips Ahoy! Nackaby Nimble! Slowpoke Malone! They're all great, Jade. You did a good job. You did a good job! Jade. Next. You know Jade did a good job. Detective Glob's Budget, Fidgety Herbert, Dr. Snossages, Yif Yif. Jade. Huh? Yif Yif. Yif Yif. Christ. Next. 
I'm sorry, but I don't care about this right now. Your concert friends are very cute, and their names are silly, and I love them all, but I want to hear the rest of your story. <laughs> please, let's go back to the Australian her story. I'm so curious. Please, 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 please. Wow, okay, sorry. Yeah, you're right. This is a stupid diversion. Let's continue. Uh, Callie, your hand. Oh, it changed back into, uh... Yeah, it's just a regular, er, the cherub hand now. Yeah. Next. Oops. Pay no attention to that. Do carry on. <laughs> she gloved it back up. Yeah. Next. Well, and, like, it's, it's not the gloves anymore. It's all, like, just mental. Oh, true, yeah. So it's just her getting distracted by... Yeah, by the story. And getting frustrated. Yeah, which, hey, Callie, same. <laughs> yeah, true. So, anyway, like I said, she just finished telling me what she was able to beat her brother in this reality. But apparently that wasn't supposed to happen, so she lived out the rest of her life in a doomed timeline and eventually died. She didn't mention how. And then... And then she did this kind of fancy transition. Dang, I don't think I'll do it justice, but a transition to a story about my brother, who was also stuck in a doomed timeline. I think I'll mess it up if I try to match what she said word for word. She had a really fanciful way of putting things. There's no need to try to recite what she said. Just tell the story in your own voice, as you've already, as you've already been doing. It'd be more fun that way. Okay, so the bottom line was, almost all of our friends had died, and John's only hope was to return to his planet and attempt to complete his personal quest. Next. And I, I say it a lot, but the Shelby Craig artwork is amazing. It's fucking fantastic. Like it, per- it perfectly fits what Homestuck is. And like what it's, this is going it's for. It's so whimsical. Yeah. Very kid's book. Yeah. As you know, we all have personal quests that are unique to our planets. The nature of the quest is never easy to understand at first. They're presented to us through enigmatic riddles conveyed through the lore of our land. For John, it was to journey to the place where constellations danced beneath the clouds. It was said that the air of breath was freed of the stars from the shade and released them into heaven. And this was just a mysterious way of saying what he really had to do. Hmm. Hmm. Next. The stars were actually fireflies. They'd been flying around trapped beneath the overcast sky ever since John first brought Lois into existence by his arrival. And paradoxically, they'd been imprisoned there for ages even before that. Such is the way of our lands. They are newly born the day we arrive, and yet they always were. Yeah, that's always kind of a weird thing that they never really talk about. Yeah, it, it, true that, you know, uh, it, it was always here, but also how. Yeah, that's just one of the things they don't talk, like, you know, it's just that's the weird thing of Spurb. Yeah, it's just the thing. It's It seems like an unnecessary detail to try and explain. It seems yeah. overly complicated for what they're doing. Which is a crazy thing to say about Homestuck. (laughs) (laughs) Next. To free the fireflies, John would have to play a special song. It had to be played to summon the breeze through the pipes. But there was a problem. Yeah, I think if you remember that the pipes were full of oil. Yes. The pipes were all clogged with oil. 
The first day John came to his land, oil began oozing up from the core, flooding the pipes and filling the oceans. To play the song, first he would need to clean up the oil, and to do that, he would need to face the slumbering one himself. He would need to face Typhius. It's been a while since we all thought about this. Is this how the oil got everywhere? Is it gonna spit out all the oil and it gets on everything in the universe? Next. As he wandered through the catacombs down to the planet's core, he wasn't thinking about freeing fireflies or cleaning up oil. He was thinking about seeking the help of his denizen to master the power he couldn't control. Lucky for him, denizens seem to understand what you want, and more importantly, what you need, whether you know it or not. Next. Is something wrong, Callie? Huh. Go ahead and draw Typhius! Oh, yes. <laughs> you do know what he looks like, don't you? I believe I do. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just draw a big green snake monster. A big green snake monster, you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a snake monster with the most unspeakably hideous face you can imagine. But you don't have to be too literal about that. Feel free to draw something a little more representational. I'm not sure if I am particularly comfortable rendering such imagery. Why not? It strikes me as rather indecent, for reasons I would be too embarrassed to explain. Uh, that's okay. Why don't I draw it? Very well, but you must excuse me if I giggle. Okay, but I don't see what's so indecent about a big ol' snake. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Callie. <laughs> Next. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Great. It, it looks just like the typhus from uh, Jade's uh, room. Or Jade's yeah. house. Yes. When John got to the core, he arrived to find Typhius awake and ready for him. <laughs> he was then presented with the choice. <laughs> Stop, you're gonna make me crack up too! This part is serious! I apologize, please. Please go first. Next. I was like, she's drawing dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking penis Ouija. Fucking penis Ouija. That's the thing about penis Ouija. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it, it transitions from Jade's drawing where we now get uh, like actual typhus, but it's all glitchy at the top. Yeah. And we get that kind of weird uh, guttural howl like that we saw with like a uh, uh, Caliborn's denizen. His choice was presented as a kind of riddle, spoken in a language only he could understand, spelling out the conditions he must accept. But speaking from experience, once a player is given the choice between two courses of actions, it will feel like it will hardly feel like a choice at all. If the heart is in the right place, then the right thing to do always seems obvious. So, John accepted his denizen's terms. And with that... Yeah, we saw the same thing with, like, Caliborn, which is, like, that's the only choice we really have, like, heard so far. Right, was the sacrifice or ultimate power. Yeah, and so, of course, Caliborn is like, oh, yeah, ultimate power, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, obviously, hand it over. So it's not really a choice, it's just more no. of a... 
It's you know what you're going to do. Yeah. Next. Typhius opened valves into the core and flooded it with oil. And now, like, yeah, the John's like in the the place where John was. Typhius is gone, and all the oil's coming in. Yep. Next. Oh, John's all like getting covered in it. Yeah, he's about to drown. Yeah. There was no way out. He could not transform into wind because he was completely submerged. So he was faced with two possibilities. Either he could figure out how to make himself disappear completely using the ability he hoped to master, or he could drown in the oil. Yep, it's really that's no choice at all. It's sink or swim. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Drowning obviously would have been bad, but disappearing wouldn't be much better. He would appear somewhere else, having made no progress on his personal quest. His planet would still be polluted, and he would be no closer to playing his song. Somehow he understood the only way was to conceive of a third option, an idea beyond the single binary set of outcomes before him. And interestingly, it was coming to this understanding which gave him the first glimpse of how to control the power. He realized it wasn't himself he needed to make disappear. This is so good. Yep. Next. It was the oil. Like, it just the fact that, like, all of Homestuck has always been, oh, it's like, you know, it's a choice, and it's not really a choice, because you know what you're going to do. You know do. you're going to do it. You have to do it. And then for John to, like, at no. this point, go, no, there's a third option. Yeah, there's always a third option. Fuck. Like, it, Next. like Homestuck's all about, like, has been all about destiny, and this is, like, the main character shirking destiny. Yeah, he's just like, no, we can do something else now. Yeah. Next. He dispersed every drop throughout existence. So, yes. So, yes. It wasn't blown out, but it was... No, but it was sent out. Next. And there we go. All of the... (laughs) Every panel. Uh, Also, the oil was added in later. Oh, was it? Just like the hands? I wish that there... Like, Luke and me have talked about the, the fact that... It'd be nice if, like, there was, like, a cookie on this where once you hit this page, you could go back. And see all of it. Yeah, but when you first went through it, it wasn't as bad. Like, it wasn't there. Yeah, that'd be rad. But I see why they couldn't do that, but... Yeah, that's also, like, super hard to do, probably. Yeah. Leaving a little mark for anyone who might notice, signifying his mass signifying his final mastery over his confining of reality. Yeah, so John just, throughout all reality, so like even in, on Alternia and... In every timeline. Yeah, even in some like imagined spots. Yeah. Next. Yeah, there's definitely some I missed here. Like the entire, uh... That Alternian moon when Jake and Arania were first talking? Did we miss that? Um, I think so. Because that's huge. Yeah. I wonder if it just blended really well. I think so. Or like, God, that's I, wild. Yeah, like, I think it's like in a dark part of the moon and you could just say like, oh, that's just... Yeah, it's just a shadow. Or like maybe that's the sea on the moon. Yeah. Oh, uh, one of them is on the Homestuck logo. Wait, where? Let me see. Oh, yeah, shit. And Dave's selfie. Yep. 
Fuck. But more importantly... Uh, and then if you highlight below that... Yeah, oilretcon.html. Does that go somewhere? I think so. Let's see. I think it goes to a page with all the links. Oh, it has a link to every single one of the pages that has that on it. Yeah. Next. Leaving his planet clean. Yeah, so he's cleaned low ass. Yeah, next. And the pipe's clear. Next. Yep. Finally, they were ready to let the breeze flow. Next. So he could play his song. Next. We're zooming in on. that drawing of Lois. Yeah, it's like zooming in. And he's playing something and it's a little corrupted. Yeah, I think that he is playing a version of Showtime, which is the song that he plays on the organ at the beginning of the story. Gotcha. Or on the piano. But it's with the organ. This is fucking rad. Yes. And there's all the fireflies and the breeze. And it's all clearing up. Yep. All the salamanders freaking out. When he play, when he starts playing big notes, the uh, symbol on the organ lights up. Yeah. There's wind everywhere. Oh, there's Corporal Hat. Or at least one of the crumple hats. And there's... Oh, an image of Typhius. Like a statue or something? I think it's just like an inscription. Yeah. But yeah, the planet is just covered in the wind. There's like not a lot going on, but it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Like the entire planet is now enveloped in the wind. Yeah. There's also like a lot of mood being set here. Yeah. God, and now it's expanded beyond the panel. Yeah. What a cool thing they did. Yeah, no, they... they oh. And it uh, popped out the cartridge. Yep, it blew it so hard that it... Uh, popped out the cartridge. Caliborn's fucked up cartridge. Yeah. Next. And uh, Lil Seb puts it back in. Thanks, Lil Seb. Thanks, Lil Seb. Next. Oh, yeah. The fireflies are all over this page now. Yeah. And we get Lois. But now there's no clouds and there's no oil, so it's just all it's blue. It's just a blue planet. It looks it's cool. pretty. Yeah. But yeah, like the fireflies are like all over. Yeah, they're all over the screen. It's really cool. Uh, we got like a little walk around. Oh, God, missed. Oh, no. It's fine. Okay. We don't actually have to do anything in this. No? No, but... Should we click stuff still? Yeah, we should click stuff still. We go next. Well, like the arrow that appear yeah. on the screen, not like next on the. <laughs> not next. No, it's it's yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but then we get like the them with like a mailbox. Uh, and click the arrow. Cause I don't. I can't click anything else on this page. Yeah. Walking through the forest. Through the forest. And the arrow. He's walking along where uh, he almost lost uh, his bunny. 
Yeah. Next part. And he's back in town. Yeah, but there's no one there. Yeah, there's nothing here. And they'll go down. Yeah, he's walking along. Bridge with the forest in the background. Yep. Oh, there's the car. There's the car. And the caution tape. God. Yep. It's so Actually, long. Actually, it's been so long. Yeah, I think that's like, this is what it kind of is supposed to be. Like, man, it's just been a while since we've been here. Yeah. And onward. Some caves. Yep. Now that we got the oh, Google Maps. The map. Click next. Yep. It looks like he's heading back home. Yeah. And keep going. Roxy. Roxy's there. Okay, keep going. Yeah, she's there. She's waving. Huh. Go up. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Next. Oh, now we're getting a Roxy loading screen. We're getting, like, a really, like, jazzy version of the uh, elevator music. Or like uh, a sped up the, version. Yeah. Click the arrow. You find a spunky babe in a cool blue outfit hanging out on your planet. She doesn't belong here. What the hell is going on? You wonder loudly. Yup. You take it the rogue teen babe for answers. You mean girl. Rogue teen girl. God. Sup, 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 sup. Sup. <laughs> Click the first one. Sup. 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 Yeah, like there's Is all that like it? yeah, there's all like guitar noises, like meow sounds. Okay. This is weird. It's goofy. Uh, is that next then? Yeah. Okay. Roxy? Sup? <laughs> Good. Next. What are you doing here? I thought you were going to see your denizen. I did. You did? Yeah. How'd it go? It went okay. Yeah? What happened? Oh, you know, ventured to spooky subterranean lair for a bit of cathartic and life artland monster real talk. Okay, that's a funny way of putting it, but yeah, me too. Yeah, I figured monster quest happened. I mean, once the gross black shit disappeared and the wind started blowing like a motherfucker. What did your monster say? But, I mean, your. Hey, maybe we should try to be more respectful about our god monsters. Her name's Nyx. Right. What did Nyx say? Did she speak in the weird babbly language that could still understand somehow, even though it made no sense? Fuck yeah. It was downright incomprehensible in the most mysteriously understandable way. <laughs> she told me this riddle thing that basically uh, spread it all out for me. Like what my options were and what would happen if I did the options and like the metaphysical moral consequences of all doing those options. Yeah. Typhius pretty much did the same thing with me. Typhius was the name of my snake monster, by the way. Oh, he had a snake monster? Yeah, he was awesome. So, did Nyx give you some sort of challenge to overcome, which by doing so, you could get in touch with your powers? Uh... Which enabled you to appear here by doing, like, this incredible voidy thing that you face out of existence and magically appear with me in this weird planar reality? 
<laughs> no. She pretty much just told me to fly to your planet. So I did. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, also, like, there's no... The background is, like, the same color. Like, all the same color. It looks like there's no sky anymore. Yeah. Oh, God, you're right. It's the same color as the actual panels. Next. Huh. You you mean, like, you just wrapped up your conversation with her, left her lair, and then flew to Lois? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? What? Wow, what a quest. When you think about it, it's the only toast obvious thing to do. I didn't know at the time, but you are going to make your whole plan disappear. So if I wanted to keep persistent through your history, all taking hijinks, then all I had to do, all I really had to do was, uh, come on for the ride. Oh, mostly night magic's needed. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there were stipulations, though. Mad stips, if you will. Via the buttloads of opaque goddess riddles. Right. You mean the choice thing? Yeah. Okay. What were the mad stips? She said, keep in mind I'm paraphrasing. If paraphrasing is even a thing you can do with the stuff she said in unfathomable monster jargon, that either I could stay behind and vanish into nothing forever, and everyone in the new reality would inherit all my big-time responsibilities, including a version of myself who had no memory of any of this and never experienced any of the loss and sadness I just went through, or I could go with you, but doing so, everyone I love would uh, know that loss instead. Whatever that means. Yeah. Typhius gave me almost the exact same sort of choice. Something about other people feeling the loss I felt if I accepted his challenge. Which I'm sure is probably not good. But, I mean, what else was I going to do? I couldn't just let things stay the way they were. Yeah, exactly. Her caveat sounded ominous as shit, but... There was something that didn't sit well with me about doing n nothing. Except in her terms, it felt right, you know? Yes. So, here I am. Yes. Yeah. So, John dying in the other universe was because was of to this. make up for this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, you and can so still keep existing, but... Another one of you has to die. Yeah. And same thing with Roxy, I guess, then. Yeah. But we haven't Maybe. seen that yet. Yeah. Next. I'm glad it worked out like this. I was fully prepared to do this alone. To hop around and change things in whatever way. And I'd get to see my friends again. Even if they don't remember all the same stuff I do. Which was a lonely feeling, if that makes sense. But now I'll have someone else to remember the way things originally went. Word. Yes, word indeed. I know what you mean. It's nice to have a... Like a witness, I guess? Someone authenticate the rough shit we went through, you went through. If we never end up talking about it again. The fact that at least someone else knows makes it feel like it didn't all mean nothing. Right. Because even if all that gets erased and put back all the better, I don't think the stuff we went through and the feelings we had meant nothing. In my opinion, the feelings themselves and the way they shaped us, they all mean something. <laughs> Forget it. I'm just talking out my ass here. No, it, it makes sense. And anyway, if nothing else, everything that happened brought us here. The stuff we're about to do, whatever it is, wouldn't be possible otherwise. And that feels pretty important, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Next. Oh, just seeing. 
uh, low S and all the fireflies. Yeah. And all, like, yeah, the fireflies have all been flying around our screen. Yeah, this whole time. Yep. Next. It's a cool bit of thing. It's cool. I wish it would stop soon. It does. Okay, good. Uh, and they come on a cliff. It's all very, like... It's all just colors. Yes. And this is Salamander. Next. Yep. So, all the win. That was you, right? Yes. Hmm. I don't see glitchy trash. Guess your mung's blowy spell did away with all that grody nonsense. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't even notice until you just mentioned it, but yeah, I guess that dumb problem's finally busted. Thank God. For real. I heard music, too. Did you hear music? Yeah, that was me, too. I was playing a magic organ. Oh, really? Yeah, see, there's this huge organ. That is almost certainly what she said. Wonk. Oh, shush. Anyway, this huge pipe organ, it let me play the breeze, so to speak. I think that was the way to get rid of all those clouds and let the fireflies go home. This is their home, huh? I guess so. I'm surprised by how my quest turned out, too, to be honest. It's all kind of bittersweet. See all the Twinkly Hurt bros and sisters going home? Twinkly who? My pet Firefly. I'm guessing where he was from. Oh. Uh, they all seem happy, though. Like them all blinking away into the blank-ass yonder. <laughs> John also talking about a huge pipe organ maybe doesn't help. It's, no. It, it does not. That's not a step up for that. John, adding pipe does not help. Next. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Dumb boy. Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Why is this guy blank, by the way? It's blank because it's nothing. Nothing? Why is it nothing? Where even are we? It's nothing because we are literally nowhere. Uh, okay. How can you tell it's actually a field of nothingness? Well, it's just a bunch of regular empty space that happens to look vaguely neutral. How can I tell? I guess I just can. No, but how? Why don't you ask yourself? You're the one who asked me why it was blank in the first place. So why did you choose the term blank in your question? Uh, I... Damn. Owned up the philosophies. So owned. You'll find that I am the best there is at those. <laughs> John, that's not true. No, John, that, that John, don't lie to girls. <laughs> Isn't that what you do? Me? Next. <laughs> no, not you. John? Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's just a general. Next. Oh, okay. Just in general, you yeah, lie to girls. That's, that's a royal you. Okay, then. I get ya. Yeah, no. Why would I say that? I, I, like, oh, I'm pretty boy. sure Molly isn't saying this, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not being a transphobic piece of shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure not. <laughs> God. Uh, don't put me don't don't put that on me i i wasn't i was just like i'm like i must be missing something here yeah good great audio yep it's true i'm always getting owned at this by your kin recently your crazy dog sister was schooling me on perfectly generic cubes you mean generic objects generic fort blocks yes now you're dropping truth bombs and blank skies on me should I be, like, innately stellar? Shouldn't I be innately stellar at this stuff as a Void player? Might be coming up as slow as fuck on the uptake here, aren't I? 
Not really. You seem pretty smart to me. I do? Yeah. You have a funny and snappy way of talking, like Dave. But unlike that knucklehead, I sense that behind all your jokes, you're probably some kind of brainiac like Rose. Wow. Don't get me wrong. I meant knucklehead in a good way. Dave is actually the best dude. You'd like him. I bet you're correct. So Dave, he's a... a son, right? Ugh. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Honestly, it gets weird to think about all our relations in that way sometimes. I get you. Like when I think about you and Wolf J being the kings of Jane and Jake, I... I... Oh, fucking God. It's so cute. Um... So what is it you think's weird about Dave being my son? I think we should just change the subject. <laughs> Alright. What were you talking about again? We were talking about blank skies and fort blocks and such. Ah, yes. And you thought you should know more about things like that as a void hero. Which reminds me, do you think you're any closer to making that alien egg? Hmm. I mean, after seeing Nick's, did you feel like a power boost or anything? A power boost? Like Mega Man? Or... No, no, not like Mega Man. I mean, like... You asked if she taught me to do the voidy thing. Well, did she? Nah, dude. I told you. We did our chat in some horseshit elven baloney tongue, and she told me to come here. Like, that's literally it. Go to plan if you want to live. So I did. There weren't really soul-searching or getting in touch with my inner miracle. Oh. Well, that's kind of a bummer. I hope you weren't shortchanged out of an important mystical and spiritual process of self-discovery. <laughs> huh? huh? <laughs> what? Sorry, it's just... Sometimes you sound so much like Jake, it's really quite uncanny. Yeah, I didn't talk about... I don't care about that, really. It was either take an uneventful and unfiltered trip to a wind planet or just stop existing altogether. I think it'll be fine with self-discovery part, without the self-discovery part. Yeah. Or, wait. What if this was part of it? Part of what? Your quest? Like, to be here, and learn to use your powers better. We're kind of in a realm of literal nothingness right now. Maybe you'll be able to draw energy or inspiration from the void or whatever. Nix! Why, you sly old bitch. Does that make sense? It kind of does. It kind of loads of does. Oh, sweet. It was just grasping at straws there, but now that you agree, I'm suddenly a lot more confident in my theory. <laughs> yeah, Jake. So why don't you try it out again? What? The egg? Like right now? Sure. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I'm a bit sick of trying to summon that ugly damn egg. What about later? How about later? I'd rather just keep BSing with you for a little while rather than get right down to freaking business. I guess there's really no hurry. Not in this place, at least. I don't think this place has any bearing on other timelines. It's almost like... like taking a time out from our canonical lives. So if you wanted, you could take as much time to practice here as you need. I'm down as heck with that. Could use a breather from my canonical life. Me too. Even though I'm not sure I have one anymore. John suddenly realizing he wants to fuck Dave's mom. <laughs> like, Shit! Fuck, that's Dave's mom! God damn it! Fuck! And just a nice little bit of, like, after Dave said...
that his mom was hot. That, yeah. God. I John's hot mom. Shit. James <laughs> <laughs> mom. Too. God, Dave is just every single mom. Every <laughs> single mom. D- Dave just loves moms. <laughs> I mean, That's I get can- it. That's canon. Next. Hmm. Let's have already talked about my quest and like spiritual Mega Man style power boost and all. How about yours? How'd that go? How'd it go? Well, pretty well, I'd say. No, but I know you blew away some clouds and blanked out the sky and all, but the point was so you could learn to control your zappy powers. Did you? I think so. But I haven't really tried to control jump yet. I see. Well, when you do, where do you think you'll jump to first? I have no idea. The thought of changing the timeline is so mind-boggling to me. Well, if you need, if nothing else, you really should go grab that ring. Uh, before the smug troll can take it. I mean, there's lots of problems already, but her coming back to life really fucked us over the shittiest max possible. That's right. I definitely wanted to go back and get the ring off my couch before I lost it. At the very least, that way you can use it to help your friend. Yep. Any other ideas? Not yet. So much has happened, it's hard to even think about. And it's not even limited to what I've been through, either. I've seen a lot of other crazy stuff just from my random jumps. Like what? Like... Like the last place I was, actually. Just before I came back to find your session in ruins. (laughs) I actually got into a pretty serious fight. Oh? With this guy. A skull kid. He's a huge asshole and a horrible artist. You saw the Skull Kid drawings? Unfortunately. In fact, I was in his drawings once. It was a true nightmare come to life. Ugh. I'm pretty much convinced he's the guy behind all the problems we've ever had, even though he's a complete ignoramus. And you mean, it was Callie's bro? Yeah, probably. I have a feeling someday we'll all have to take him down, but probably when he grows up to be his adult self. When I beat him up, he was just a teen scamp like us. Right with a skull for a head, a robot leg, a cape which I ripped to shreds, and a pair of dumb suspenders. You beat him up? Damn, you must be strong. (laughs) Not particularly. I was just really angry, and I caught him off guard drawing some shitty animes. (laughs) Fuck his animes. They were quite literally the worst animes I've ever seen. I hope I hurt his drawing hand, and he never draws any more ugly art for the rest of his stupid, immortal skull monster life. Yeah, I know that guy. He's trolling my friends all the time. Wait, no. Used to jeer us. He is a tool. True. (laughs) Yeah, fuck his animes. Fuck his animes. Next. Oh, and they've reached the point where, uh, bro was. Yeah, fuck. And Dave still didn't take the sword. Yeah, bro's gone. Yeah. But the sword's still there. Hmm. It just occurred to me. Aside from fixing the timeline, there's another benefit to my new power. Once we all decide we're ready to fight him, I can just zap us all right to him. We could take him by surprise again. I really doubt he'd be able to handle us if we all clobbered him at once. That's pretty good thinking. But, uh, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, making plans for a rumble... Royale with Mangaka Dude Bro, Lord of the Shitwinks. We should probably focus on bringing our loved ones back to life first. Oh. <laughs> Good. Yeah, John, I know you like beating up the skull kids. Shitty artists. 
but I love that. Like that's the thing that like hate, like John really hates <laughs> that's him the for. Thing that made John mad is that he's bad at drawing. Huh, I got trapped in one of those drawing wants. It was awful. <laughs> I, I still love a teenager didn't like the drawings I made, so he came to my house and beat me up. <laughs> Such a good line. <laughs> oh god. Next. Yeah, uh, they're looking at the sword. Yeah. Next. I think Roxy probably recognizes that one. Yeah, it's the unbreakable katana. Next. Is a is that Dirk's anime sword? What's up with that? Next. Uh, that was too John. What's that? that? Like that reading was very John. Oh, do you do you need to give it another shot? If you wouldn't mind. No, go ahead. Is a is that Dirk's anime sword? What's up with that? Next. This is where Dave's bro died a few years ago, probably while being heroic and cool. Jade made his body disappear to bury him, but I guess she left the sword here. She and Dave Sprite and I gathered around where he was buried, and Dave Sprite said some stuff about him. Stuff that was really funny and rambly, but also weirdly poignant. I guess it was a bit like a funeral. A funeral, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Next. Yeah, so apparently that's where it went. Yeah. The body. She yeah. Like reaches out for it. Next. Oh, she oh. uses her phasing powers. Next. Pulls it out. Yoink. <laughs> Thief avoid. Yep. Rogue avoid, please. Rogue avoid. Yeah, excuse me. I'm sorry. A lot of thieves, a lot of rogues. Next. Anyway. Jump is like. Anyway, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Next. You're right. Taking a break from the mayhem is nice and all, but I should probably get going. I have a lot of responsibility now. I hope I can live up to it. Well, to quote an extremely wise and hunky dude I once knew, oh man, he was so wise, I hope I don't butcher the quote, but I think it goes a little something like this. You can handle it, John. I believe in you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Jake was not wise, Roxy. Yeah. Sorry. No. Next. Remember what I said, too, about practicing voidy stuff. I will. Good. Alright, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Damn it! What? We're doing this again. Doing what? Being awkward instead of getting our shit in gear. <laughs> Whoops. Too bad Grouchy Scarf Troll ain't here to coordinate another stills goodbye. Yeah, it's just as well though. There's no need for goodbyes. If I can really control it now, I should be able to come back here anytime I want. Which means I won't be gone very long. Okay, I'll be here. Waiting. Training. Party with these yellow lizards. Those are salamanders. Fuck. Later, Roxy. <laughs> God. I love these kids. Next. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes John. Goes flying off. Yep. Next. 
Yeah, he's waving. Next. And he does the, uh, the usual. Oh, and he's leaving the planet. Uh, but he, instead of, like, flying off, he zaps, zaps out. out. Next. Oh, he shows up. Oh. At the totem blade. Like, when he's, before he's in the game. Yes. Next. And he's, like, looking at his younger self as the meteor's coming in. Next. Uh, I'll take over John, just cause. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yikes! It's your narrator time. Yeah. I already did some narrator time. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Next. Yeah, he's out of there. <laughs> yeah. Probably not best Next. to mess with that. No. And now we're just. God, this is good. Yeah, we're just seeing John. It's just the it's just the outline yeah. of him, and then it's just on the basic background. It's good. Yeah. Next. And yeah, now John's there. I shouldn't mess with that moment. It is way too fundamental. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. Next. Let's try this again. Next. And he's out. Next. Uh, we're back with us. Uh, oh, the midnight crew. Yeah, where uh, Hard Spock Cart had uh, eight eggs. Next. John is zapping <laughs> it at that moment. Zapping in. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah. Wow. No. What's even going on here? This is completely useless to history. Next. And Clover's watching him. <laughs> Let's get it together, John. You gotta go somewhere relevant. Try to think of something that will help target a certain point in time. Try to think about... Next. <laughs> <laughs> One of your pals! He, he thinks about Dave's selfies. <laughs> yeah. So good! John, that's gay. Next. John, that's gay. That's homosexual, John. <laughs> and he zaps yep. out. Next. Oh, he appears at the part where <laughs> the other John showed up. Yeah. Next. Wait a minute. I remember this. Next. So now we're finally seeing that John as the other John. Didn't we see this part? I mean, like, from his perspective already? Maybe, but maybe something's weird going on. Yeah, maybe something different's about to happen. Hey, you shouldn't be here. What? Next. What the hell? Gotcha. Next. No, I think we saw this from the first John perspective. And then saw okay. another John pop in. Yeah. Next. <laughs> and we get a replay of all that stuff that just happened. With the Johns kissing each other, too. Yeah, as the reader thinks about it. Yep. Next. Stop fooling around and go find Roxy, you dumb goof. Next. Who's Roxy? Ow! Bops him and zaps him yep. out. Next. Wow, I can't believe how naive I was. Like, a day ago. Hmm. 
Feels like it's been longer than that. Hard to believe. <laughs> Next. So confused when that happened. I was sure the other me knew so much more than I did at the time. Which is kind of true. But also kind of not. Like, if I traveled back here in ultra reality in a non-time-traveling way, then why do I remember doing it? They just make some sort of stable retcon loop? Does that even make sense? I think I did the right thing, though, dabbing my other self out of there. It was like a retroactively preemptive continuity adjustment. Retroactively preemptive. What am I even talking about? This power is kind of complicated. I need to be more careful. Next. John, you're speaking nonsense. I mean, can you blame him? No, absolutely not. Gotta come up with a better plan than zapping to whenever my stupid whims take me. I really should use some help with this. But who should I ask? Dave? He knows stuff about time travel. But then, it's not really time travel, is it? No, I need someone with a different kind of skill. Someone who knows the consequences of certain actions play out. Someone like... Rose? Is that what her powers did? I really should have taken time to figure out what her powers did. Or maybe... Wait a minute. Wait! Next. There's another seer, Molly. Yeah. I think I understand what she's trying to do now. She's trying to give me a way to come back. Like, zero in on her through s on her thought signal or something. Terezi, you're a genius! I mean, you're a weirdo, but you're also a genius! <laughs> Next. I was re-listening to Mold, let me tell about Homestuck from uh, the Ashley and Luke, and I remembered that uh, at one point, Aziz Ansari was my headcanon John voice. Oh, oh my no, god. Not, uh, John voice, Dave voice. Fuck, also great. <laughs> Both of those would be good. Both of those would be really good. Alright, let's see if this works. Maybe I just think it hard enough. <laughs> Next. There's no place like home. Next. There's no place like home. Next. There's no place like... Next. Enter password. Home. <laughs>